Introduction of Hellenic History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Beth Thomas. Hellenic History by George Willis Botford. Introductory Note. The purpose of this volume is to present in brief scope the evolution of Greek civilization, a culture simple in its essential unity, although seemingly complex in its many and wide ramifications. In the conviction that the chief aim of history is to explain the present, the author has centred his attention on those phases of Greek life which have influenced to a marked degree the civilization of today. In the case of the Greeks, perhaps more than of any other people in the world's history, the state was the highest embodiment of social and cultural life. In the free air of the city-state, the liberty-loving Greek found not alone his inspiration, but untrammeled opportunity for expression and development. In the Athenian democracy of Pericles, the city-state reached its logical consummation. For the first time the citizen could give free rein to his individualism. The successful struggle with the placid yet insidious civilization of the Orient gave self-confidence, purpose and solidarity to Greek life. To embryonic genius, the wealth and broadening influence of empire furnished boundless opportunity and inspiration. In coping with the burdens of imperialism, however, this very spirit of individualism proved a serious weakness. Political control passed, though not without long and bitter struggle, first to militaristic Sparta, and then in turn to more efficient masters, Thebes, Macedon, Rome. It is tragedy in its highest form that the Greeks reached a solution of their political problems too late for rescue from foreign domination. And yet it redounds to the glory of Greece that in spite of political and economic vicissitudes, the artist and the philosopher continued to create products of even greater refinement and broader humanism. The narrative has been based, therefore, on the story of political evolution. However, the reader will note many striking omissions, particularly in regard to petty squabbles among politicians and states, and the idealization of military leaders. In accordance with the broadening scope of history, due emphasis has been placed on economic factors, which then, as now, were signposts to political or military policy. Wherever possible, economic and political events have been combined in a continuous narrative. In other instances, the reader is guided by cross-reference to separate treatments of important agricultural, industrial and commercial changes. In the sections devoted to social life, there is painted an intimate picture of the everyday life of the leisure class and of the toiler in town and country at work and at play. Cultural achievement, wherein we moderns see the chief justification for our study of Greek history, has been treated not only as to growth and development, but as an integral part of the Greek life and character. In short, this book represents an effort to combine political, economic, social and cultural history in one synthesis, centering attention on those factors which have contributed essentially to modern civilization. The Hellenic history is intended to serve primarily as a textbook for college courses in Greek history and as a guide to the reader who is interested in one or more phases of Greek achievement. For more detailed treatment, the reader is referred to the list of books at the end of each chapter. Full bibliographies have been provided for the first seven chapters. For later chapters, the lists of additional readings are selective. Those readers who desire a parallel study of the sources or a more extensive bibliography are advised to consult the companion volume, Hellenic Civilization. In the preparation of the manuscript of the Hellenic History for publication, the editor has sought to maintain the author's high standard of scholarship and accuracy. Insofar as he has been successful in this endeavour, he is obligated largely to the assistance of many friends. In particular, he gratefully acknowledges his debt of gratitude to two former students of the author, 
Professor Wallace E. Caldwell of the University of North Carolina, for his preparation of the bibliographies and for his assistance in the arduous task of proofreading, and to Miss Margaret D. Bancroft, Instructor of History in Wellesley College, for her painstaking work in the selection and preparation of illustrative material for this volume and to his mother whose constant encouragement advice and practical assistance have made possible the publication of dr botsford's last work for the use of a considerable part of the illustrated material the editor is indebted to the authorities of the metropolitan museum of art and the boston museum of fine arts to mrs elder marcus of englewood new jersey and mrs a c mcgifford in new york city to professors alice watson and catherine m edwards of wellesley college and to Professor A. V. Williams Jackson of Columbia University. The editor desires, furthermore, to express his thanks to Mr. Edward A. Bryant of Yonkers, New York, for his compilation of the index, to Mr. Frederick W. Erb, Miss Adele M. Erb, and Miss Isidore G. Mudge of the Columbia University Library for their friendly spirit of cooperation, and finally to his colleague, Professor Francis G. Allenson of Brown University, for many friendly suggestions and criticisms. J. Barrett Botsford, Brown University, Providence, R.I., February 10, 1922. End of Introduction <laughs>